Welcome to another episode of Sippin' Tea with Joey and Marie. El once, chico. Number 11. You know, most of the time we started off super excited. And yeah, I am excited. But honestly, I got to talk about something that really hurt my heart that happened last week. Hip hop has been really tough for us. It's been rough. It's been really rough from the passing of DMX. Uh, to shortly after Black Rob, mm-hmm. Bad Boy Records, and then to one of my one of my favorites, one of my heroes, the man, the myth, the legend, Shock G of Digital Underground, known as Humpty Hump. I know everyone knows him as his funny, you know, alter ego, Humpty Hump. Humpty Hump. And he passed away unexpectedly, and, and it really hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. For one, because I grew up listening to a Digital Underground. Oh yeah. Uh, in, in an era where gangster rap was like. The biggest thing. I mean, it was mm-hmm. coming up NWA. You know, you had all, all these guys, you know, DJ Quick, everybody, you know, doing their thing. And I love it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love gangster rap. But these guys chose to like, we're doing a whole different thing. Yeah. It was more of like just having a good time yeah. vibe right it, there. It was party rap. Yeah. And, and not only that, but it was like, it had that parliament funkadelic sound mm-hmm. to it. That's why they called themselves the Sons of the P, you yeah. know? And uh, Shock G was a very super talented guy. He was. I mean, yeah. but besides his persona, like he, like, oh, yeah. I mean, his persona was amazing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But him himself, like he was just so yeah. amazing. And, then, and not only it. that, like even you could go back and reference some of his videos when he's just talking. The dude was 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 an amazing person, mm-hmm. a, a good soul. And, and it hurt, man. And, you know, I haven't actually cried when someone passes away, well, especially a celebrity, but yeah. like there's there's ones in particular and that, that one really get did. You. Yeah, it, it really hurt. And uh, you know, he's also credited, of course, for for introducing us to Tupac Shakur, the of legend. Of course, you know, oh. it's, it's so crazy because I like growing up when you would show me music and, and especially like Tupac and everything. I never realized that he was in Digital Underground, and that's kind yeah. that's how you told me how he kind of like you know was up there because if you watch, I mean, the movie that tu- like that you made of Tupac wasn't the greatest, but they do show. Kind of. Oh, that movie, Nothing But Trouble. Yeah, but <laughs> it's so goofy. Nothing But Trouble. And, you know. It's a Dan Aykroyd movie. Yeah. Actually, Dan Aykroyd is in the video, the same song. With yes. Him. All with them, around yeah. the world. But the I, like, I remember, like, in Nothing But Trouble, that scene right there when they're performing. First of all, like, till this day, I'm like, why was this scene? Like, that makes no sense. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's, it's such a goofy it's movie. It's such a goofy one. But after hearing his passing, like, yeah. it just made me love it even more. And I mm. was like, this is so good. But, like, it was crazy to even, like, know that, like, Tupac was a part of that group. Oh, yeah. Like, and the thing is, is I'm so lucky and I'm so blessed to have lived in that era and uh, witnessed it firsthand. You know, living in California, you know, everybody's really close to each other. So, you know, of all these amazing artists, you don't know they're going to be legendary, obviously, until years later. Yeah. And I think it's the best part is mm-hmm. you like you said, like you get to be with the, like you don't necessarily know that person, but you get to be with them for the yeah. ride. Yeah. We're, we're all Cali kids, man. Yeah. We grew up in similar fashions. Dude is it was an amazing artist, producer. He produced he produced for MERS, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites. He produced for the Loonies. Yeah. And obviously he produced half of uh, Tupac's uh, original album. Uh, he p- produced half of that thing. Yeah. And he produced one of my favorite Tupac Shakur jams. I get around. And obviously he was in that jam too. And of course, when you hear that beat <laughs> yeah, and everything, yeah. it's the piano. His, yeah. his, I mean, he was a master at the keyboards. And uh, not only that, but he also produced for Prince. That's insane. Yeah, and uh, this dude was amazing. Like he I lived said. a good life. Yeah. He lived a good life, and mm-hmm. to to be able to 
be a part of other people's successes mm. and to do even on your very own like that that's pretty good like yeah, yeah so i mean do yourself a favor and look up some more uh stuff on shock g mm-hmm. like i said the guy was an amazing person and uh, an amazing artist in so many ways that's why i woke up in the morning and i ate my oatmeal lumpy yeah <laughs> feeling spunky you know <laughs> and, and uh yeah it, it it really did hurt so um you know to all the hip-hop lovers out there and to everyone who was a fan of digital underground as well you know my condolences to you as well because i know this one hurt shock g may you forever be immortalized in music and may you never be forgotten i love you bro now we got to get into some real crazy stuff yeah i tell you what before i watched the movie yeah before i watched the movie i did that to myself i was hyping myself up because i'm like you know what it's going to go down i've been waiting for this and you know i wasn't like i was excited and you know i didn't have my expectations very high because i'm not gonna lie you know when they remake stuff or do stuff well if you're referencing the two original ones your expectations should be very low those should be very low did not hold up well my expectations yeah, was not with those ones. But like what I'm just saying is when when you make movies, especially around the eighties and nineties, something like that, nostalgic as that, like I just try not to get my hopes up because with this newer generation, I don't know, some people try to make it all crazy and I'm like, mm, I want I kinda want it back to original but yeah. do like some good stuff. And but when I had I was able to watch the first six minutes of the opening scene like Whoa. last week. That blew my mind. Because I wasn't excited. Yeah, I wasn't excited to watch this movie, honestly. Uh, I'm not lying here, that I wasn't excited to watch it because I was like, eh, it looks all right. You know, but then you showed me that intro yes. and I was like, ooh, ooh, I got to see because, this. Because, yeah, the first, and you, anyone can find this on YouTube. But, and I'm sure, I cannot, like, emphasize, I'm sure everyone saw this movie, whether it was, like, HBO Max or in the theater. But Hanzo Hashini, which is played by Hiroki, um, Sanda, that was the first scene, was the opening scene yeah. of him. And he battles Sub-Zero, which at the time, you know, it was Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero is my favorite. That that dude is yeah. is, is is one of the, the, the guys from Warrior, which is another one of yes. my favorite shows. so which is Joe which Taslin, which is back. the actor. But I was like, man, when I watched the opening scene, I was like, okay, I'm excited for this. I'm ready for it. And when I watched it, Honestly, I kind of didn't like it. What? <laughs> I kind of didn't At like all? it. No. I, first of all, okay. Look, I'm going to tell you like this. Okay, okay. <laughs> I I, I kind of know what you're going to say, but I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and just be straight up with it. Okay. Okay. You shouldn't have expected it to be like an amazing storyline, right? Because I did it. Yeah. All right? But one thing for sure is... The storyline was not cohesive at all. It was very, like, just put together. The main focal point of this movie was to set up for a sequel and to just showcase the kills yeah. and the Mortal Kombat well, my, my thing was, and because I, I gave it a 6 out of 10. That was my rating. So it wasn't necessarily a bad rating. But it was a, six okay. Out of 10, really? Yeah, six out of ten. But the reason why I say this is yes, the storyline, like I didn't think like it was emphasized enough. It was but, garbage. Uh, but I but I think yeah, but I think every like there were so many characters I really wanted to see a little bit more of. And I know like they're they're setting it up for a lot more of these movies to come. But like the guy who who ca- who casted for Cole Young, I didn't really like him. Like I just wasn't feeling him playing this role. And same as Sonya Blade too, Jessica McNamee that plays her. I wasn't But she's feeling never her. been cool anyway. She was cheesy she, in the she originals. Wasn't cool. She wasn't cool, but I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe they could make Sonya cool. And it still wasn't happening for me. <laughs> but I think some of the people that were casted, I just could not I could not get into their character. Yeah. So that that's what kind of stopped me. Because I'm not like, the kills 
were great. Yeah. Kills were great. And they really did push the R-rated envelope a lot. Oh, yeah. Because that was one I was like, okay, if, you know, as at least give me good fights. Because if you going to give me some I like corny fights. Flawless victories. Yes. And that I just, I loved it so much. But I just, there were some characters that, you know, that obviously die because you have to have characters that die that I really just wanted to see more of. More of. I, and I think, right. but at the same time, there, there's just so many to go through that yeah. I think it definitely was a struggle for the writers to try to insert them. So yeah, I, but you I gotta admit that. the kills were freaking phenomenal. Oh, I love the kills. I, anything with Sub Zero in that movie, I loved. Ooh, that see, I want more I of loved. that story. Yeah, I want Sub Zero. The way it began, it was like, damn, this movie's gonna be crazy. Well, then the the guy, but then yeah, it just kind of went down. The guy who's Jax, which is the one with the robot arms. Yeah, I like Jax. Yeah, Jax, I liked him, but mm-hmm. I did like his fight scene with Sub Zero. Like yeah. that, that was pretty dope. So I mean, it's not like I hated the movie, but I guess I was. I guess you I expected needed, more. Yeah, I expected a little bit more. But uh, again, you should have referenced the old school ones. They're not that good. But you, and they're you cheesy. Know, and the they're, they're that's some... not what you can do with the storyline. <laughs> exactly. Now, the, the, the storyline between, you know, the, the, the Sub-Zero and Scorpion, their yeah. story, I think, should have been the most... The, the the strongest part of this movie. Mm-hmm. The other one should have been sub stories. That should have been the story that followed along, which it did. But I just didn't think it was very cohesive. No, you know, and but hope, and that's ho- what kind of bummed me yeah, out. Yeah, hopefully it. with the next film, I think with the feedback that they receive from everyone, it will kind of tune up on that storyline. Mm-hmm. Because like, look, like obviously Mortal Kombat, the main focus is fighting. Yep. Like that's what it's all about. And see, that's what I did like mm-hmm. because their martial arts, the the, the way they they, yeah. they shot these these scenes, their their fight choreography was was amazing. Was good. Uh, Joe, mm-hmm. the, the guy that plays uh, Sub Zero, mm-hmm. this dude, not since Bruce Lee, have they told you got to slow down for the camera? We're not catching all your moves. That's yeah, how fast this that's dude how is. That's how fast he is. Yeah, he, he's a beast, and Bruce Lee is like my hero. You oh know yeah, this. you know this, and I you love know this. <laughs> and I love martial arts movies. Like you know, you know how much we watch martial yes. arts movies. Like this, it's our thing. Yeah, you, know you, I mean? you could show me you, if you say it's, it's bad, martial baby. arts or anything. I'm like sold. You only got to tell me the storyline. Yeah, that's like, why when we see that first <laughs> that first intro to it, we're like, oh, that yeah, gonna be crazy. That's like, what got me. Yeah. But like, like I said, like hopefully with the next film because they are set to make a couple more films. Like it's already been confirmed. They're ready for it. Okay. They're at least going to be making up to nine. Well, see, then this is what makes sense then. Mm-hmm. If it's said, because the first one, it just seemed like there was a lot of like missing components yeah. to it. So it, it's going to make sense then if they're just kind of putting it all together. For it to next. So yeah, that's so it's say, like, like an episode yeah, in Hopefully sense. by the next few movies that we're getting, like it's a lot more stable and especially okay. that story length. Because okay, I, I take it back. Yeah. Because, I take it back. The, my, my, my rating is going to be an eight. Then. Eight, eight. Okay, because that's what I'm saying. It's like, yes, I love the fight scenes, but the storyline needs to be developed just a tiny bit more. Like, not a whole lot, but just. Do you want to fight? Because right now I'm getting upset. We could. You need to raise your six to an eight. We need no. It's it's going to be a six to that next. Oh, I'm about to get a flawless victory right now. Flawless victory. Because let me tell you, I, (laughs) me, I, I had a date night and I did a double feature night. And the movie before, I watched an anime known as Demon Slayer. Love it so much, and I like that a whole lot better. Anime? There's a lot of people that like anime out there. Man, let me tell you, when I went to that movie theater, I was not anticipating for that whole theater to be packed. Like, were you getting anime shamed while you were there? I was getting the anime shamed because listen here, I love anime. I love it. I but really you're not do. like an anime, like diehard yeah, anime But I'm not a diehard. So, Your man is though. Yeah, my man is. <laughs> but even then, my man's to an extent because when people are asking me questions, I'm like, I don't know how to answer without the look of disappointment in their yeah. eyes. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to shut up. I'm going to watch. I can't repeat the movie. I watched the movie. That's why I did. I'm trying to talk to you now. Yeah, I'm trying to watch Eminem. Trying to watch this movie, okay? But I love the movie way better. So I think like what, like, what kind of like messed up my rating for Mortal Kombat was 
watching this anime, which that's all it's about, it's just fighting and fighting the entire time. And but then these are cartoons this. compared to real. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care, okay? <laughs> because listen here, I'm going to go back to you the original. You have dishonored me. Yeah. Like the original films, <laughs> you know what I mean? The original so, films did not hold up well. They did not hold up well. And it's not something you want to look back <laughs> on. That's <laughs> stuff right there. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Leah Marie, I, I don't know why you haven't got to this. I just don't know why. I don't know. I don't understand why you haven't got to my show. Well, I'll tell you right now. It's because I work a lot. <laughs> All right, you work a lot, but I know you I watch a lot of shows. <laughs> what show am I talking about? Snowfall. Damn. Damson Idris, the guy who plays Franklin Saint, mm-hmm. the main character of this show. Honestly, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and go out on a limb here and say that this guy has that Denzel Washington feel to him oh he does but he's this such a well-developed character like an actor himself yes well look if you're a fan of movies like menace to society boys in the hood the, the type of shows that were based in california yeah. south central in particular you're gonna love this show well, it was created by the late great john singleton mm-hmm. it's, it's continued you know after his passing but wow i just finished watching the last season or it's not the last one, but the latest season. The, yeah, the season and is dang, this show is just so intense. The characters are well developed. I mean, the storyline is is just is is hard, man. Mm-hmm. It's a good storyline. It's basically about the the beginning of the crack epidemic yeah. in South Central California and how it was brought to the area. Mm-hmm. And it goes deep. I mean, I mean, the actors who play him, uh, Carter Hudson, he plays uh, Teddy McDonald, which mm-hmm. is a CIA agent that's uh, connected with Franklin Saint. Man, that dude is a great actor, too. Yeah. And there's so many other great actors that put together this, this amazing storyline that I'm like, damn, me and your mom were like, oh, oh, we couldn't stop watching yeah. it. And, and so much going on. We got, four, like, what, four seasons in right now. Uh-huh. So you got enough time to start watching it by the time, you know, see, fifth season comes see, here, along. here's the thing about me when it comes to watching shows, and this is why my boyfriend hates me, because when I want to watch a show and I'm invested, I don't want to have to wait again. I want I want them all there. I doubt you're going to be able to watch uh, Snowfall within a week. Like, the whole but, thing. You know, i tell you right long now, episodes. Like, by the time they make their final and last season... I can, I can avoid of watching it all until that happens. That's probably why you're not watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, because now that Falcon and Winter Soldier ended, it's, it I can ended. Wa- yeah, I can watch it peacefully. Like oh. because luckily with me, like I don't really surprisingly enough, I don't really go on social media that much. Well, and I'm saving that for that, that that episode in particular for yeah. later on today. Oh yeah, mm. but I'm like that. Like now with the, I just I don't have the patience. If I'm gonna watch a show, I have to have it all there because uh, me, I okay. like I can't wait. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Yeah. What's gonna happen? Yeah, you are just like your mom. That's I just, your mom I'm, I'm terrible. But the thing, I'm not as terrible as my mom when it comes to this. Well, I'm glad because with your mom, I, I tell her, wait for And I know this happens to a lot of couples. If you're listening yeah. and you're in a couple, you can you know relate. This. You can the relate. trust is broken a lot. She breaks the trust all the time, man. I'm like, <laughs> breaks what? It. Are you kidding me? I go, I told you to wait to watch this show with me. And then sometimes I'll be like, I'm sleepy, but I can't, I can't stay awake. She goes, well, I'm going to watch another episode. I'm like, yeah. no. There was like is... family shows we invested in, like I on int- my blog. Yeah. I'm like, I introduced you to this show. Why are you watching it ahead of me? That's what, that's what, with, like, with, with my mom. Fun, she don't care. fun fact about my mom. Um, yeah, and people who who know her, they know it's true. Yeah, okay. Don't don't tell her anything till That's you not are. My yeah, That's until not my you're completely like suffice with it, then you can tell her something because she will go and she won't care. Well, this okay? is what I loved about watching Snowfall, uh, you know, to date. Which yeah. is that she couldn't go ahead of me. Yes. she had to wait until had I had to wait till the next. Yeah, the yeah. next episode. So that's I'm how cool you get with them. that. So yeah. in a way, I'm actually kind of cool with that format again 
because the binging part, your mom always goes ahead of me. And I'm like, and are you it. kidding me? I get so mad. That's what happened with Mayan's MC. Yeah. I, I just was like, I'm not even watching it. I haven't even watched it yeah, because she you, made me mad. And then there's like so many seasons too. And you're like, no, no I'm not going to watch, watch it. it. You, get triggered, you get triggered. You get triggered over the fact spite. that she watched Yeah, watched it. Like the same spite. thing here. Like like my boyfriend's the worst with it. Like he will tell me, okay, don't watch the show. And I'm like, me? I'm like, okay, I will. Like I can wait a couple of days. And because I like work so much that I just don't think of it. And then he's like, did you see episode 10? I'm like, what? I thought you told me to wait. I thought we were waiting. <laughs> like, we just found a show called Baker and the Beauty, which is on Netflix. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have yeah. to check that oh out. Oh, my God. We love it. But he tells me, do not watch it without me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, but would he do the same for you? Because but I what, know he has it. Well, yeah, because there's been a few shows that he told me he would wait, and he didn't wait. So am you know I going to wait? You know who else doesn't wait for shows? My mom. Yeah, my <laughs> mom. So I'm sure everyone who, you know, has a boyfriend, husband, mom, dad, y'all can relate on that level mm-hmm. of that trust mm-hmm. being broken. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all got to watch Snowfall. I'm seriously, if you haven't watched it yet, Aaliyah, you need to get on this show. It stars uh, Damson Idris as Franklin Sate, and he is basically the one who gets uh, the the crack into in, into the ghettos and it's 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 a terrible story obviously but it's very intriguing to see how it plays out and uh CIA agent Carter Hudson uh Mr. Teddy McDonald mm-hmm. in the, in the show I mean they're, they're, both of them together just stellar actors yeah so you got to watch this show and uh and trust me you're going to dig it you're going to dig it but one show that you and I are super excited about because they just announced that it's coming out in May. After four years. After four years of After waiting. four years. <laughs> Master of None. Aziz Ansari's uh, show that's on Netflix. It is so good. Let me tell you, okay? That, that's a show... That everyone has to watch. Like that's just a show you have to watch. It's so right entertaining, there. and and it's it's a different type of show. Well, it's like, written very different. Yeah, and it's it, it's very written very well, and it's it's just a it's just a fun show to watch. One of my favorite episodes was the Thanksgiving episode. And you know, I I love that to this day. I could watch it over and over, but it's crazy because with that Thanksgiving episode, they actually won an Emmy for yeah. that first season, but specifically in that episode in particular, oh, yeah. um, because Lena Waithe, which is like his best friend, but she plays Denise yeah, on I there. Love her. That's that, evolved, that episode has evolved on her life. Mm. Um, and man, like that episode, I could watch it all the time because it just gets me. Like it gets me. But I love the fact that like it's a perfect example of, you know, best friends who maybe, you know, one friend doesn't really spend time with their family. But their best friend, that's their family. And that's mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because in that episode, it goes, it starts from when they were kids all the way till they were teenagers and out of college. Like, and so, but I've been waiting for like four years for this season. Yeah, it's been a while. Like, I think it's because of the, the, the situation he was going through. Yes. And I think they were trying to wait for the, 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 the dust fire. to settle. Yeah, you the know? fire to die down. And then also we had COVID, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different reasons why it took so long for this next season. But we are super happy that it's happening. So yes. I'll tell you what. The very first episode, at least, promise me this, mm-hmm. that we watch it at my house and we have like no, a premiere. No, we will. We will, because I'll tell you right awesome. now, I love it so much. And with this upcoming season, they haven't really specified exactly what it's going to evolve around, but there are speculations that Denise, which is, you know, played by Lena Waithe, it's going to focus around her character. Okay. And, and I do like that, because with Masters yeah, and None, like you know awesome. all these characters so well. Like, and they, I mean, some of them don't come on as often, but even when they do, you know more about them yeah. than you did the episode before whenever last time you saw them yeah do yourself a favor and check out that show trust me you you will like it all right it's it's a really good show it's written very well it's funny it's it, there's got drama it's got a little bit of it's everything got comedy but i'll tell you right now like 
it, my advice is based on how the last season ended, you probably might want to wait for this season to come up the because one, huh? I waited four years to figure out what's going to happen next, okay? That's true. <laughs> hey, but I heard that they're working on a uh, series for Parasite? Yes. The movie? Yes. The movie's crazy. I didn't even know what I was watching when you, I when you introduced it. me to this movie. We watched it. This is what makes this movie so good, and mm-hmm. that's why I totally understand how I won an Oscar, is that Although we were reading subtitles, mm-hmm. it was so good you almost forgot you were reading the subtitles. Oh my gosh. And like, it, it was just an intense movie. You're I, like, whoa. The directing, the actors, how it was written, everything from that. Like, and they they won so many awards. And it's it, it was definitely such a, a a memorable moment for you know, for Asians and everyone out there for that because that was a foreign film that yeah. won how many awards, especially yeah. in America, yeah. to be well, that I, good. I haven't watched a movie or enjoyed a movie that much that I have to read subtitles since Apocalypto. Yeah. Apocalypto, oh, Apocalypto was amazing. Bob. Almost. Yeah, oh. but with Paris, like you said, like watching that, that, like, yes, it wasn't in English, but watching that in subtitles, you still felt the oh, yeah. same. Everything, like, yeah. You felt everything. And when you when you watch the trailer, you know, watch the trailer, you're like, okay, like this could be a little crazy, you know, but when you watch movie at the end you're like what it what happened like like you watch something so great but you're like what just happened right there like that last half an hour thing you're like yeah what the like it really was a wtf moment in that moment but that movie just it hands down was that's probably one of my favorite movies of all time but i specifically loved it based on how it was filmed Mm -hmm. how it was filmed how it was written but by this time everybody's seen this movie yeah everyone's seen it Uh, so this always creeps me out now yeah i knock on my on my on my walls to try to make sure there's nothing what, behind oh. them. Because you've seen all these like like uh, stories where yeah. there was somebody living in the in the, okay. in the yeah, like there's attic a, yeah, there's like a horror film called The room. Boy and like you thought that this little doll was possessed, but it was an actual guy living in the wall yeah. and I was like, Oh no, nah, no, and nah. like even with Parasite, like with the with the guy living down on you know down under and stuff, and he found this like oh like no that it stuff creeps me yeah. out. Yeah. And knowing that he was using Morse code to like talk to people, I was like oh this movie was weird. Yeah, so spoiler alert, I should have said it right at the beginning yeah. if you hadn't seen Parasite. Hold on. <laughs> but uh, anyways, the movie is was intense. I just don't understand how they're gonna go about making a series when it comes to yeah. this. Movie. So they, they did. That's what I'm yeah, trying they, to they did say that it's not gonna be a remake or it's not really going to continue on with those characters from the movie it's going to be a complete original series but it's in the same universe as what that film was from um but it's just going to be a a totally different thing and what one thing i loved so much about it was one of the writers um he had talked about the fact that when they were even writing parasite to begin with they were trying to think of different like what if scenarios like in case this is a workout in this scene what can we do for this one and they ended up building like this whole journal for like a show and the writer's right. like, like we we don't know how we did it. He's like, but we kind of were like, well, these ideas are way better. Well, like, I am intrigued because that was very very well yeah, written. Yeah, it, it was, was so put good. Together really and nicely. like the writer says too, he's like, he couldn't include all those ideas in a two hour running time of the film. So they're all stored in an iPad, and they can make an unlimited series that create at least a six hour long film. Okay. And so you know, it will be like a, si- a six episode series. It's nothing like crazy, but I would love to see it because with Parasite, I was so surprised. But that's what I love about movies is the fact that I don't know nothing about it and I could watch it and really just enjoy it. Yeah. Like yeah, when really they're good just, and they're yeah. w- written well and written they're they're, well. they're executed properly, you're you're gonna enjoy it regardless if you oh, know yeah. one least 
bit of information yeah, about and it. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm really excited. I mean, they, like I said, they haven't really specified how they're going to write this or what's necessarily, like, the storyline. But based on how Parasite was, I, I'm very excited to see what that WTF moment's going to happen on this series. Oh, so yeah. ready for this? <laughs> Give me the creeps. It's been a minute since we got into this point, Leah Marie. Yes. So I think it's time to get back into that. Locomotive! If your name is Josh, you probably got this invitation to throw blows. All yeah. right, to get down like James Brown. Oh yeah, all a right? year to ago, yeah. with the muscle. A year all right? ago, all you mm-hmm. Joshes mm-hmm. were put in a group. <laughs> yeah, and the, it was stated that you had to be there at a certain time, at a mm-hmm. certain day. Be there or be square. Yeah, if you wanted to keep your name Josh, yeah. you had to fight to the end. And if you wouldn't be there, you, then you'd be Yella. Yeah, you'd be. I say you got to change your name. You no longer Josh. Yeah, yeah, Yella. That's and what I'm, you are. Yeah, and of course, when this happened at the time, that's when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So. You people know, were bored. They people, were like, I'm doing people this. People were bored. People were doing what they're doing. <laughs> but so many people asked, what happened to these Joshes? Well, it happened. Well, it happened. It came to a conclusion. It came to a conclusion. There Fight! Was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> these the, Joshes yeah, the amount came of Joshes. head to head yeah, in Nebraska. The amount of Joshes I saw was like insane because I'm like, wow, they prepared. Well, first it was the guy's name was Josh Swain, the mm-hmm. guy that created this, right? Yes. So there was another Josh Swain, and uh, how it started was they had to do a rock, paper, scissors challenge to see who was going to be the official Josh Swain. Yeah, has to. The Josh Swain that created it obviously won, so he became the official Josh Swain. Mm-hmm. But then... Yeah, the invitation was was extended to all Joshes to see who was the Josh yeah, of he's all like, Joshes. Let's not do my first and last name. Let's just do Josh. Yeah, because, and then fight. Yeah, they had little pool noodles and people were throwing blows. I was like, whoa! And smacking each other up. It's on social media. It's, it's hilarious. Insane, but I loved it because like there's little moments that you're just like, man. Life is good. And Uh that was a life is good moment because you had all these Joshes. Like, there was over probably 200 plus people there. I just don't think it could have happened with any other name. Like, if it was Jose's, like, my name's real Jose, Jose, like, it it wouldn't end with uh, pool noodles. It'd be like Corona bottles. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't be that way. But the Joshes, they're like, we got to pick up, you know, we got to pick something that's not going to kill anyone. But but. what's awesome about it is the winner of this was a little five year old Josh who won the whole thing. And I love that. Five year old Josh. Josh is going to live a good life after this. That's what's up. He is the official Josh. Yeah, of he's the official Josh. But for yeah. him to be five and to get to experience yeah. a little moment like that, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, that I is love dope. that. That like, is dope. It's and, super cool. And we're not joshing you. Yeah, right? we're, we're not joshing you. This is real, okay? And all you Aaliyahs. Just kidding. I'm not, not going to do that. I'm not going to we, we can have an Aaliyah competition. Who can sing the best Aaliyah song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's time to do the shout-outs because you know how we do, baby mm-hmm. boo. And we got to throw a big shout-out to Jenny. Yes, my mother-in-law, Jenny from the block. Yeah, she just binge uh, listened to our show. She did. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, she's now harassing me with country music <laughs> I hate and telling me I could throw an owl chair out. So she she's really focused on this show right now. Oh, yeah. And I shout-out to her. Like, she, me and her, we love gossip. That's that's why she likes our show so much. And she's like, ooh, child. Yeah, she, she loves you it. You got to talk about this? Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she got excited for the trailer one and we're really talking about the TikTok fighters. Like, shout out to her for always being the number one supporter for us because she keeps it 100 with us. 100. And she wants more. And I'll give you more. Oh, that's right. <laughs> also got to throw shout outs to Mike Hill. He's always sharing our stuff. I know he's he's 
He's he's a different type of fella. He's a different type of fella, uh, Mike. Uh, I, Michael Summers. <laughs> Michael Summers. You're a different type of sir. <laughs> he comes at you with the quick, quick with the quickness of the wittiness, man. We got to get him on our show. Oh, as a matter we of fact, have. You, let me tell you right now. Y'all love this guy. Y'all, he's funny. Y'all gonna be blessed when you hear Mike Ill on a on a podcast episode. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have to get him on an episode. And everybody who's been tuning in, we love y'all, especially our our people here in Idaho, uh, to Los Angeles, uh, to our people down in Ohio, uh, to Japan. And Washington Sweden, recently. Washington. Yeah. Oh, and we haven't thrown shout outs to Utah. Utah's been holding it, uh, holding it down for us. Too. Y'all creeping up. Yeah, Y'all and, creeping up a little bit. And they're showing some love. So we got to throw some love uh, to the people in Utah. But once again, uh, don't be shy. Hit us up anywhere on social media. I'm Joey Bravo 208. And I'm Leah Marie 208. Hit us up anywhere. Have yourself a wonderful week. And let's get it. Bye, 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 bye.